Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Spirits and Poetry Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Quintana. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about heaven and hell, and we're going to do it through a Kendrick Lamar song titled Heaven and Hell. And I'm very excited about this, bringing the music to this theme, this topic that has been on my mind since I was a child. And if you like what season two is doing, if you like what this podcast is, is where this podcast is going, please consider sharing it to your friends, to your family, to anyone who you think will appreciate the content. Please consider rating and reviewing on iTunes. But most importantly, thank you so much for tuning in, for taking this time out of your precious life to share this frequency with me. And I pray that wherever you are in this life, that you are finding peace, that in this podcast frequency, you can find calm that you can find love, that you can find inspiration, that you can remember who you are because you are enough. It has not been easy. You have been pushing through and you are enough. You will be enough today. You will be enough tomorrow. You will always be enough on this journey. So peace, love, and blessings to you. But without a further ado, let's get into this topic. And I guess we'll start with hell. <laughs> Why not? Many people talk about Hey, go to hell or hell. This is hellish, right? Like, what is hell even about? And there are people who even compare earth to hell. So I think I'll just let Kendrick Lamar explain. Because if you wonder what is hell, he's got a great definition for you. My nigga, what it look like? Niggas hating, bitches hating, babies dying, bullets flying, helicopters, holy sirens, preachers lying, genocidism, criticism, unemployment, racism, burning buildings, AIDS, victims, cancer, killing, no cure, oil spilling, turmoil, poverty, stricken, police brutality, kicking ass of us, Africans, hostages in Afghanistan, not to mention another prison, child molesting, cow intestine, Botox injection, earthquakes, that's government testing, secret society weapon, opium plant manifested, then turned to crack, then invested amongst us, black, just a method to hold us back, great depression amongst Iraq, no direction, no Google Maps, just a text with the sewers Worth in the zoo, so then black, black, black adolescents Go cuckoo, mothers are boo-hoo, crying The governor keep us starving, these commercials Keep us buying, these cigarettes, supermarkets Fill up our liver with triumph, distinctive living With science, no place to live in, no Zion See that's forbidden, we frying My nigga, what it look like? That's exactly what hell look like So in that verse, Kendrick talks about a lot of different elements Of what hell looks like and if you were able to follow along with the lyrics or if you're someone like me who likes to pull up lyrics to songs, uh, he's talking about, I mean, people hating, right? Envy. Envy all around. Babies dying. Not just, I mean, this, this can touch on multiple things, but it's like the way babies and children are treated. They're trafficked. They're hurt. They're abused. You know, bullets flying, helicopters, police sirens, preachers lying. You know, the church uh, being one of the biggest institutions profiting off the fear of people police brutality, right, helicopters, uh, genesism, criticism, unemployment, racism. He's describing a lot of earthly elements, which gets into the topic of, is earth hell? Because this is exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about buildings burning, AIDS victims, cancer killing people with there being no cure, oil spilling, poverty, police brutality, you know, especially crimes against the black community, hostages in Afghanistan prison, child molesting, right? Uh, all of this being earthly elements. And there are people who will go as far as to say that hell is not a different dimension. Hell is here, especially if you've been following the, the way everything going on with Wayfair, where you have this company, this quote unquote furniture company 
essentially selling trafficking children and disguising them as 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 furniture. You have the whole Jeffrey Epstein or whatever his name is, uh, having these flight logs of these different celebrities going to islands to essentially molest and rape children. Is this not hell? We live in a country that is killing, murdering, committing genocide on its own citizens, having no comprehensive health care. Everywhere you look, there is violence. There are so many school shootings that when it's summer, we're almost relieved that there's no school for these kids to go dying to. Is this what hell is? Because when I was a kid, I learned that hell was a, a place where sinners would go to burn, right? Dam internal damnation. Is this not damnation? Living in a society that cares nothing about you unless you're rich, unless you're powerful, and even then it could still throw you under the bus? Is this not hell? And so if this is hell, who rules hell? Who rules this hellish realm? And you can think of, in terms of the mainstream, Lucifer, right? Satan. Essentially, actually, they're different beings, Satan and Lucifer, fun fact. But are these ruling? There are people who say there are nine uh, kings of hell, right? So who rules this? And if you compare those nine kings to the, the 13 powerful elite families that essentially rule the world, who is in control of this realm? Which is a, an interesting question. And personally, I am not... I am not knowledgeable enough in everything that goes on to the world to begin to, to connect parallels between the way this earth is run and all we've learned of hell from difficult, different biblical stories and different mythologies and folklore. But what I do know is that there is a connection between Lucifer and the ego. In fact, there is, there is a spiritualist I, I, I like to listen to, and, and he, he called the ego the Luciferian ego. Because the Luciferian ego's rebellion is to find satisfaction away from the heart. What is the heart? We've talked about in the past, the heart, the central connection. Just like the universe revolves around the sun, you have your entire universe revolving around this heart that keeps you alive. And here's the thing. Why do you have an internal body temperature of 98.5 degrees? Isn't that fairly high? Like, What, what keeps you warm? And if, if, if you're someone that's in like STEM, you might say, oh, your blood keeps you warm, which is true. But what keeps your blood warm? Your heart. And where does that heat come from? Why do you think people compare the heart to the sun? Why do you think every time you see an image of Jesus, he is shown with a flaming heart? What is the connection? The heart being God. People say the sun is a portal to different dimensions and universes. Heat. There is what? Why do you feel so warm? In the, in, in the light of the sun. And when the sun is gone, why do crops die? So all, all of this means, if, if I'm trying to connect these, all these dots, but essentially, when, when, when they speak of the Luciferian ego, the rebellion against the father, right? The rebellion against the son, the rebellion against the heart. Why do you think so many people, instead of investing love into their relationships, they would much rather get drunk, you know, get high, uh, sleep with as many people as possible, you know, escape from their problems, not forgive people. They'd rather throw, throw dirt on people's names, right? It was a, an episode long ago where uh, I was quoting The War of Art, and uh, the author of The War of Art, his name is escaping me at the moment, but 
he said that for Hitler, it was easier to start a world war and commit genocide against people than it was for him to face his failure as an artist. Why do people run for their dreams? Why do they run from themselves? Why do people become violent? Why do people create such hellish scenarios? Why do people choose to live in this hell? That's the rebellion, running from the heart. And so all of these things that Kendrick is describing in the first verse, the poverty, the genocide, the child molestation, the, the preachers lying, the, the murder, the massacres, all of that, what all of that has in common is that there is no love. And, and if you reflect on your life, right, the abuse, the, the lying, the deception, all the pain, what that has in common is that there was no love, no empathy. Like if you're ever wondering, why, why, why do people cheat? Why do people lie and hurt other people? Because they don't love who they are. We've talked about this before. If you hurt someone, you're really hurting yourself. If someone is hurting you, they're really hurting themselves. Self-abuse. And all that comes from being locked out of your own heart. What is hell? A place without love. Without acceptance. Without empathy. Why is the ego Luciferian? Because the ego, the ego believes that the material is the key to happiness. That all you have to do is is get your education, get a career, make six figures, you know, every year, travel abroad, have enough liquor, drugs, and sex to keep you happy, and you will always have enough, right? Be, be so attractive, you got to change your entire body to fit this mode of what sexy is, and dress in a way that will make people want to fuck the shit out of you. That is, that is what the Luciferian ego says. That is why the ego, the one that is attached to the earthly realm, that is why it's so afraid to die. Because if you lose everything that makes you quote-unquote valuable, what will you be? If the billionaire, yes, the billionaire, loses all the money, they will have nothing. Literally nothing. They will in, quite literally go insane because all of their investment is in what they have. So for you. In this moment, if you are thinking that you are living in a hell, if you are thinking that everything you're seeing is, 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 is frightening you, because how could you live in such a reality that's so fucked up? Ask yourself if you've been living with love. Because if you can recognize all these horrible things and see them as an extension of the life you're living, well, where is the love in you? That's hell. but. Don't think of hell as just a bad, evil place, because what does hell do? It shows you the evil. It shows you what is not working in your life. It shows you your shame. There is an episode of Lucifer I will never forget, where Lucifer's talking about how the biggest joke in the entire cosmic, biblical reality is that hell is unlocked. You can walk out whenever you want, but he said that there was this one man who he would punish in the most ghoulish, cruel ways. I mean, in ways that you cannot begin to imagine. And one day he missed the torture of this man. He missed, he, for some reason, he just he didn't make it to the torture. <laughs> and, and when he came back, when he came back to that man's cell, that man threw himself at Lucifer's feet and said, my Lord, please don't ever forget about me again. 
because that man was so full of shame that one day in an eternity without punishment was too much to bear. He said hell is unlocked. We are always taught to believe that hell is an eternal damnation, but the only reason it's eternal is because people don't want to leave. Why do these elite, wealthy beings continue to, to, to cause all this mayhem? Because they don't want to leave their seat of power. It is easier to start a racial war than it is for them to face themselves in the mirror. Hell is not what you think it is. Because if you can see your own hell, see your own shame and mistakes and accept them, well, that's the path to heaven. What leads to the question, what is heaven? If hell is such a ghoulish place, what could heaven possibly be? And well, I'll let Kendrick, I'll let Kendrick explain that. My nigga, what it look like? Malcolm laughing, Martin laughing, Biggie spitting, pockets rapping, Gregory tapping, people singing, bells is ringing, children playing, angels praying, 14 carats, golden streets, collard greens, red wine, potato, yam, turkey legs, culinary beans, Well, wasn't that interesting? A much shorter verse. A much, much shorter verse, and one that fades out. So... If, let, let's just get into the song for a bit while, while we explain the, the parallels and everything. But in the hell verse, it's, it's a lot longer. The rhyme's a lot more intricately laid out. Everything, there's a connection between everything, right? In fact, if you were to try to rap along to the first verse, which I have often have, it's a mouthful. Kendrick is also known for his very complex rhyme schemes and being able to fit a lot of words into one bar. And in that first one, it's kind of like almost, if anyone else besides Kendrick tries it, it's, it's difficult. It really makes your tongue work. It's like it's saying like that hell is that place that really makes you work to figure out you know, what the fuck is going on. It's complex. It's, it's difficult. But in contrast, when he talks about heaven, he opens up with Malcolm laughing, Martin laughing, two civil rights icons with contrasting philosophies. You have the by any means necessary and the peaceful love right, me- method of, of we will peacefully find our way through, but yet we will, we will stand our ground. Two contrasting philosophies, and yet they're both laughing. Biggie spitting. Pac is rapping. So now he's essentially comparing the, the work of, of, of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X to the music, to the points of view offered by Biggie and Tupac. Gregory tapping, people singing, bells is ringing, children playing, angels praying, 14-karat gold streets, collard greens, red wine, potato yams. This is very much representative of how Kendra grew up, right? Of, of, of the food he ate growing up, of the things that filled him with happiness. And for someone like me who did not grow up in black culture, hearing this, it's beautiful because it shows heaven is what you make it. Heaven is what makes you feel good. This is what makes Kendrick feel good. Red wine, potato yams, turkey legs, calling every human being. He's saying, I get to share all of me with all of you. And it doesn't matter what makes you happy or what makes me happy. The important is we're all laughing, like Martin and Malcolm. We're all laughing. We're all here. We're all human beings. And if you notice, the verse fades out. 
right? Where where hell was was very in, interlaced, very complex. There was an ending there, right? This place, this this hellish place that that we're taught to believe it's internal damnation has an end, but heaven, heaven just fades out. And if you really just use your imagination, if you hear he's still rapping as the music fades out, you can still hear some other words. Because Kendrick would have kept going on forever. He would have named absolutely everything. Every person, every food, every, every music, every, every piece of life that has touched him and made him feel incredible. What is heaven? Heaven is that place full of love. Heaven is, is that place where you can just be you. And you don't have to feel ashamed of who and what you are. Because you, I mean, it says in that final, that final lyric included, calling every human being which can also be understood as calling everyone a human being, right? Not a racial slur. Not comparing people to animals to then, to then justify their murders. No. Calling everyone a human being. Calling every human being. So, how do you make sense of this heaven? In the movie, Conversation with God on Netflix, God, God tells the man interviewing him, he says, look toward each other and that is where I'll be. God is all of us. God is what happens when you're in need of help and some stranger just offers it. Heaven is when you're having a really bad day and someone holds a door open for you and says good morning. Heaven is when you're feeling so hopeless and a friend reaches out and says, hey, I know you haven't been feeling well. I'm on the way with, with pizza and ice cream and, and we could just watch a movie or talk about it. Heaven is the little things. Heaven is the peace that fades out into nothing. That can go on forever. It's that quiet moment. You laying your head on someone's chest and just feeling full of peace. And it's true when they say that heaven and hell are just mindsets. It's true when they say heaven and hell is what you make it. Because what do you learn in heaven? You learn that all the work, all the suffering, all the pain you went through was worth it. You learn that you are worth it. You learn that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, that there is a silver lining. And yes, they are both mindsets. You can live in your hell or your heaven. But, but, here's the thing about heaven and hell. Not heaven or hell. And this is what makes earth special, is earth can be either one. And if you choose to live just in hell, and just in your shame, just in your misdeeds, you will never see the silver lining. You, never, you will never learn from your mistakes. You will never see why you had to go through the pain you went through. And if you only live in heaven, you will never experience the pain that will help you grow beyond the form of what you think you are. Because you need both. You need the good and the evil. In fact, the universe is composed of a balance. Right? Duality, which we've talked about before. And yes, it is true that there is essentially a non-duality. That is what people call God, what hermeticists call the all, which encompasses everything. But in that everything, inside that, in this earth, in this universe, there is a principle of duality. There is a principle of, pol it's called the principle of polarity in hermeticism that says everything has a polar opposite. Hot has cold. Dark has light. Good has evil. Luke Skywalker has Darth Vader. There is a polar opposite. However, despite being polar opposites, they are the same thing, just differing in degrees. Love and hate are the same thing, just an emotion differing in degrees. If you cannot see them as part of the same spectrum, if you think they're completely opposite, well, think of this. Hot and cold. 
you might think, okay, hot and cold are complete opposites. But if you look at a thermometer, where does hot begin and where does cold end? Because we know there's a freezing temperature, 32 degrees Fahrenheit, and we know there's a boiling temperature, which is I don't know what. But where does hot and cold end? Where does good and evil start and begin? You cannot see where one ends and the other begins because there is a place where they meet in the middle and in that middle they are the same. They are the same. Luke, Skywalker, Darth Vader, as polar opposite as it can get. The new hope of the galaxy versus the dark, tyrannical Darth apprentice that rules the galaxy with an iron fist. Their father and son. They share the same blood. That is what polarity means. That yes, good and evil are polar opposites. But they're on the same spectrum. They're the same, just differing in degrees. Heaven and hell are the same thing. They just differ in degrees. One is a higher vibration. One is a lower vibration. One is full of love. One is full of shame and hate. But you need both. That's why you can't live a life of just positive vibes, right? Only keeping a positive mindset. Because if you only live positively, what happens when negativity, you know, comes and and obstructs you in your path? How do you make sense of it? If you can't learn from your mistakes, you are doomed to repeat them. If you can't learn from your shame and your hate, you will always hold on to it. If you cannot move past your hatred, you will never be able to forgive. You need to understand that everything in your path is there for a reason. If not, it wouldn't be there. And if you're thinking that this world is a hell, well, then it will be for you. If you think that this earth is a heaven, then it will be for you. But if you think you can live in one and not the other, you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself because just as much as you need your virtues, you need your vices to balance you out. Listen, I've tried to be, to live that kind of monk lifestyle, trying to be abstinent from from different alcohol and drug substances, trying to meditate every day, work out every day, trying to be perfect. And guess what happens? The harder I try, the harder I backslide. I get so stressed out, I freak out, and then I go back to just binge eating and smoking and doing all these different things because that's balance. (laughs) That's balance. And it just means to be yourself. So when you're thinking of heaven and hell, when you're thinking of these different concepts, Kendrick Lamar demonstrates, he demonstrates such a beautiful contrast Hell is so specific, but heaven can be anything. There is going to be specific things in your life that will hold you back, that will shame you, that will make you feel... I mean, just... just, just how do you get lost in, in, in those past memories, in those, in those shameful memories, in those hurtful traumatic memories, reliving it, how specific they are? But the good things in life, the beautiful conversations with friends, time at, your first time at the beach, those memories are different. They kind of fade, don't they? Because you can let them go. Because they're good. They filled you with love. Find that balance between the two. Walk that path between heaven and hell because that is what earth is. The path in between, right? The middle earth, kind of like in Norse mythology, Midgard is that world between Valhalla, heaven, and then Niflheim, hell. This is that earth in between. We are the meeting place between heaven and earth. Right? This is the world between heaven and hell, between two different polar opposites, and we have the capacity for both good and evil. It just means find your balance in between. 
just be a human being.